Hello, and welcome to Conscious and Curly, a place for the human experience. I'm your host, Angelica, and welcome to another episode. I'm going to take a sip and cheers to that. (laughs) It's been a while since... um, I have been able to record. There have been just, sorry, I had to pause for the cause. Um, just some things going on, not like serious things. So let's get into the catch up. Um, my mom and my sister are out of the country and in Italy right now, which is beautiful. And I'm very happy for them. And it's going to be an amazing bonding experience, them being together and traveling the country alone together. Um, I, but with that means my regular sitters and my regular, just like village of people that help me with my children are not here. So I'm forced to do a lot of this just on my own um, for like a week, a few days, like a week. (laughs) Um, And that has just been challenging as far as like trying to do this podcast too, which really makes me realize and be super grateful to them and to the fact that I have a village that helps me so that I can like pursue endeavors or have some type of like dreams of my own and ambitions of my own to do. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, I also just have been having problems with my laptop. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, I made a comment about it. If you would like to like I don't know, help your girl out with the the new laptop fund. Um, I am needing to get a new laptop, working on that. In the time being, I just got to work with what I got. And unfortunately, it has caused a delay in time on top of just not having the capacity, availability. That's a little bit of the catch up. Let me think of what else has been going on. Um not much. I am in like, so (laughs) this recent full moon that passed was in Virgo and which is like pretty emotional. Virgos aren't really emotional. It's more so like trying to prepare and see where you are in terms of like the year going forward and kind of taking time to cut things or pieces out that don't fit in alignment and that aren't going to move forward with you through the rest of the year. And then we went into a new moon, which is in Libra, which is emotional. And that new moon kind of called us. I don't know if you felt it. I definitely felt it to like look on, kind of reflect on our relationships, see what's serving you, what isn't, um, kind of, again, trimming the fat or just recognizing what really is benefiting you and why you are really keeping things in your life or people in your life. And both of those moons and just 
the emotions and my natural, I don't know, draw to them just caused a lot. I've been dealing with a lot internally and a lot of just reflecting on exactly what I'm supposed to be, like emotions and relationships and people who are in my life. And it's been very eye-opening and amazing. And it's really cool to like just fall into this trust of like the timing of everything and that I am exactly where I need to be and everything that's happening naturally is exactly what's supposed to be for me because of other work that I'm doing naturally every day in my day-to-day life. But I don't know, just trusting that and seeing how that plays out is super dope, so to speak. Um, With that, speaking of the moon, I yesterday, last night, this full moon was on a Sunday. And the day after the new, I'm sorry, the new moon was on a Sunday. And the day after the new moon, I did a new moon ritual. Um, If you guys are interested in that, let me know. I would gladly like share that or even have an episode dedicated to that where we just do a ritual together. Um, or I'm also thinking Patreon content, but feel free to engage with me and let me know. Um, yeah, I did this new moon ritual and the new moon is very much about like setting intentions and I, it just felt good to align myself and to really put forth work and really focus on setting intentions and putting energy out there and, yeah, it also just helps and opens up and makes me be hopeful and realize like other possibilities or other opportunities, which feels really good and is a really enlightening feeling. Um, and I think that's it for ketchup. That's the world of Angelica. Anything interesting as far as like my social life? No. Unfortunately, a dear friend of mine and classmate passed away recently and we held service for him. Um, I miss him and that was really hard. Rest in peace, Richie. So with that, like I got to see a lot of friends that I haven't been able to see. And naturally we like got together, um, spent time together, paid homage to him. And that was really nice. And that felt really good. Um, yeah. So I did that and yeah, that's about it for ketchup. So we're going to get into our food for thought. Did you, if you guys have any, um, like crazy information about people, this experience, anything, (laughs) um, feel free to like DM me, email me. All my information is in the description. I also just drop it throughout the episode, but feel free to like reach out to me and like share your own little tidbits. I will gladly shout you out if you want to. If you don't, like I don't have to shout you out either. But um, yeah, I have if for me, I have like random food for thought, but I would like 
some cushion of information <laughs> if anybody wants to send me some. Um, so for today's food for thought, did you know that your fingers pruning is not like your fingers pruning and water is not, um, absorption. It's not like caused by absorption. Are you f- absorbing the water? Um, according to sunnyskies.com, that's your body shifting to better grab things underwater. It's a nerve response and has nothing to do with water absorption changing the skin. If there's sufficient nerve damage in your fingers or hands, pruning won't happen. And I just thought that was interesting to know. And I also did that because we have this little mermaid thing coming, not little thing, this little mermaid amazing movie (laughs) coming out. Um, So yeah, just thought that'd be some fun information. So now we can go ahead and get into our topic. Um, And this topic, if you are reading or saw beforehand, um, is something that I just wanted to really discuss because I notice in society how cancel culture is so prevalent. And not only in like celebrity world, I mean, even like with friends. Um, so before we dive into the topic, let's give get into what cancel culture is. Now, according to Merriam-Webster, cancel culture is the practice or tendency of engaging in mass canceling as a way of expressing disapproval and exerting social and exerting social pressure. Um, and another fun fact, while I was looking up cancel culture, supposedly it was coined by black Twitter back in like 2012. So shout out black people. Um, but back to what I was saying, I feel like we as a society are very quick to cancel people or like I said, even our friends or dead relationships just off of um, an opinion of somebody's or somebody speaking out of lack of education or lack of their own research um, or simply just because what they're saying doesn't fit into the box that we had put them in before. And I kind of wanted to bring awareness to this because I recognize and I realize that we as people always want and expect others to not hold us in a box and to understand that we have multiple ideas or that we are even evolving. If we say something I have even said something that maybe would be get me canceled or I, before I truly did research and understood growing up Catholic really was against abortion and really thought that it was something as simple as killing a baby. I have grown from then and through experience, through further research, I now know the true depth of that and that it's not as simple as that and that it is something that a woman should have a right to decide on her own. How I feel about that is up to me, but it, I don't believe it should be something that's constitutionally illegal or 
that we lose a right of. But that is something that my 14-year-old self would look at me, my future self, saying this and be shocked and be so surprised to see how I've evolved to this. But the point is that we do evolve and we all have said things or stood in opinions or stood for things that we maybe don't always agree with or aren't true to like who we really are. It could have been influenced. It could have been something that we were just taught that just traditionally we were, we were known to believe. And I, I guess invite you to like, apply the same mentality to celebrities. And I want to, with that, introduce like, like the title says, redemption culture. Instead of like focusing on what somebody did wrong, like I think we should try to focus on how they respond when they're called out and what they do to better the situation or if they try to better the situation. And if you really look, there's been a lot of situations which people have done those things. They have responded in a responsible, accountable way when being called out. And they have also made effort when being called out to better the situation. Yet it was never, there was never any light shined upon it. It was never called, like, shown as an example of, like, this is how we're supposed to respond to this. Instead, it just kind of was slipped under the rug. That person, so that situation that I'm thinking of, the one that comes to my mind, and who really inspired me feeling so passionately about a redemption culture is Louis C.K. I'm not sure if you're aware, but back during the whole Me Too movement, I think that was like 2015, Louis C.K. was a celebrity who was called out. And he was called out for... Now, I don't know if I have to put like allegedly in front of these. I'm just going to add a lot of allegedly's because I don't know if he's ever been convicted of these things and I don't want to be like, I don't know, incorrect. So he allegedly was uh, like publicly masturbating in front of women. Um, He would, there were fans of his who allegedly got into his hotel room. He invited them in and he exposed himself and then proceeded to jack off. And they, with that, um, that is a form of like sexual assault and sexual harassment. So they apparently had held it in and didn't know how to feel about the situation. Eventually came out during the Me Too movement. They felt empowered because other people were coming out, spoke on it. And he was virtually canceled, (laughs) um, in every way. And he actually responded. Most celebrities have not responded when they're called out or they respond in victim shame. He responded and actually admitted and took full ownership of everything that was said about him and said, I did do these things. And I've spent, I'll summarize what he said. You can look up his statement. It's a true, like, release statement that I highly recommend people look up. Um, But he ended up saying, like, I've spent a career speaking and having everybody hear what I have to say. And he said, I think it's time that I sit back and I shut up and listen. And 
to me, I felt like that was the perfect response as somebody who hasn't felt hurt as those girls probably didn't. I don't know if it was enough for them to truly feel like justified. I think that for me as a person who did cancel him, who was a fan of his, saw what he did to women and was very upset and disappointed and was like, great, now I guess I feel a way about Louis C.K. But when seeing his response was now conflicted, I was like, wait a minute, but he kind of did everything we could have asked him to do about it and didn't know how to feel about that. Now, fast forward to Louis C.K.'s career today. He is canceled in mainstream society and like Hollywood. He's basically blacklisted. You won't see him like on network television. The man has such a high fan base and probably realists who feel the same way I feel, who, um, to where he can like have a, he has a plat, his own platform and has, he drops YouTube specials or comes out with his own specials via his own platform and is able to have his career go on that way. I just felt like that was an opportunity that we as society, like I said, could have now had an example of how you should respond in this situation. And we really didn't do anything with that. And we have had so many others. I don't know about so many others. (laughs) Let me not exaggerate. Um, (laughs) Just because like the woman in me who's been wronged by so many men, so many men has to be like, yeah, but men are still men. There haven't been that many. I digress though. But even recently, Shia LaBeouf, he has a horrible history with a few of his exes, one famous one, FK Twigs, or FKW Twigs, I don't remember her name, FK Twigs. Um, And I don't know, he harassed her, assaulted her, allegedly, Um, I believe, like, held her hostage, allegedly. Um, And that was probably, like, a year ago, two years ago when that came out and homeboy has been silent on that since it came out. Like I said, that's how you, people usually are. But since that, he's kind of been canceled, at least amongst the women community. I believe a lot of people know about it. They may not know details of why he's been canceled, but a lot of people are like, oh yeah, he's like not a good guy and an alcoholic. And the real reason is because of everything that's come out from her experience. But Recently, Shia LaBeouf was on a podcast and owned up to everything and admitted to everything that he did, admitted to the role that she played in his life and the role that he realizes he played in her life and was emotional about it and to me showed real redemption. It showed at least that he's been doing some of the work to truly talk about it. Um, I believe he's sober now, which is also a step in like evolving from that space to being better than that space. Um, And that's another situation that I just feel like we should highlight and be like, look, this is an example of how we can handle the situation. And I just don't see that. So I guess this is me doing it and saying, I invite you to do the same thing, whether it be amongst your friends, amongst how you view celebrities, or maybe even accepting and coming to terms with the fact that sometimes like bad people do good things and sometimes good people do bad things and notice where you fall in that 
how do you identify as a good person or a bad person? And do you yourself recognize that you've done good or bad things? I'm sure you do. And I invite you to, again, give others the same grace that you are giving yourself. Um, And know that shame is a normal human emotion and we're supposed to feel shame. I feel like we run so much from feeling shame. Um, Even as somebody who has felt shame and doesn't want to be called out on my badness, I feel it, but I have come to a space where I, I accept that it's normal and I accept that there's probably a lesson in this shame and there's a reason I'm feeling this way. Um, so I just invite you to do the same. Um, and I'm not saying like bad things don't get said or done and that, or that there's not evil out there or people that should be canceled. R. Kelly is somebody who I believe should stay canceled because homeboy shows no remorse. He owns, takes no ownership for what he's done. And yeah, he's not doing anything to truly like evolve himself or change from this space. But I invite you to recognize people who do or to at least hold space to be open to see the moments in which people do and to not hold people in one space and time, just like you don't want to be held in one space and time. And yeah, that's my thoughts on cancel culture versus redemption culture. I would love to hear how you feel about that. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts. If this is something that you recognize within yourself, if you've been canceled for something and you would love for people to recognize your growth or whatever you want to share, I would love to share with you. Um, We've all been there. We've all done the same. And I really would like this to be like a community and like, a tribe, I just used that word, right? Village, tribe, same thing. Um, of all of us who just recognize our humanness and speak on our humanness and give grace to others for their humanness. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about that topic. Um, Again, if you have any information or if you, not information, if you have any stories you'd like to share, any two cents you'd like to drop, you can um, leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube, if you are listening on any of the many platforms I'm streaming on, you can leave a comment there too, or email me, curly at gmail.com. Okay, let's get into this next segment, which is Anonymously Kinky. And I did have a couple questions. I've been dropping the Anonymously Kinky link to ask a question in my Instagram stories. It's an NGL link for that app through Instagram. If you guys like this way, let me know if you think if you'd rather just write in, um, DM me or email me. Let me know that as well. Um, I'm really trying to see what way works best for you guys. I do get a lot of questions, but I get a lot of personal questions that way, and I don't want that. I want you all to ask just like general 
or even questions about your experience. I mean, I, not like I don't want to answer. I do want to answer questions about myself, but I feel like it's more so. So I have a higher female audience than a male audience, but the questions that I get are from, I can tell that's men asking for their own personal (laughs) satisfaction. And I know it's not going to help my major, my majority female audience to hear shit about what I like or how, whatever. So (laughs) let me know how you'd like to like ask the question or how you feel comfortable dropping your anonymously kinky questions. In the meantime, I'm still going to drop the NGL link because it is working and I am getting more questions than that. Um, So yeah, let's get into it. First question. Is it possible to simultaneously orgasm with your partner? And if so, how were your experiences with that? It is absolutely possible. Um, As far as like getting there or having that come to fruition, the only thing that I can think of to recommend to do that like the only trick, I guess, to have that happen would be Tantra. That's really the only way you can get most connected with your partner to where you guys could be that in sync and that harmonious to orgasm together. Um, other than that, it's really just luck of the draw or I like to um, like edge myself, which is coming to the edge of orgasm, but not orgasming. So I like holding off on orgasming and waiting specifically for my partner to orgasm. That's also takes a shit ton of control, (laughs) like mental control, being able to endure lots. I I think it has a lot to do with just how um, mental a sexual experience is for me. But I that is another way to orgasm with your partner. If you're able to control your orgasm that way, you can get your orgasm right there, kind of hold it, and when your person is ready or partner is ready, um, you guys can orgasm together. Um, second part of that question. And if so, how were my experiences with that? Amazing. Um, I guess I just told you the main way that that happens. Another way that happens is just like luck of the draw or just like super strong connection, like I said, and, um, it just naturally happens together. Um, question number two. (laughs) There are different types of orgasms. These are a lot of orgasm questions. Y'all were feeling something. There are different types of orgasms. What's your favorite? So this person is right. There are different types of orgasms. I decided to look up and truly list how like the ones, the different ones there are. There are 11. I knew of like five, but there are 11. So let me break it down for you. (laughs) There is the... Um, regular, and this is for females specifically. 
So there's the um, standard clitoral orgasm. There's a G-spot orgasm. There is a blended orgasm, which happens when more than one erogenous zone is being stimulated. There is anal orgasm, deep vaginal erogenous zone orgasm, squirting orgasm, cervical orgasm, nipple orgasm, exercise or corgasm, um, sleep orgasm, and multiple orgasms. My favorite is blended. That is the main way that I orgasm and multiple always. <laughs> yes, please. Um, I've always wanted or I have experienced one time when I was pregnant a nipple orgasm and that was pretty amazing. Um, but that was again, just with all the hormones going through my body and how hypersensitive I was then. Um, and yeah, that is our anonymously kinky. Again, if you have an anonymously kinky question, keep an eye and follow me on Instagram at conscious underscore curly. I will be dropping that link in my story when I'm ready for your questions. Um, and our final topic is questions. And this week I don't have any. So if you have any questions about life, love, any part of this experience, you can email me, um, ask conscious and curly, all spelled out at gmail.com. And until then, that concludes another episode. I'll see you guys next time. You guys be safe out there and have a great week. Bye.